Hello, 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 Shania. Hello, Brandon. And how are you doing today? Physically, I'm here, but mentally, I'm at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Oh yeah, it's were you holding? A, good. Were you holding a press conference there? Absolutely. That's that's really interesting. And um, remind me, what's next to those two places? <laughs> what's next a there? What's the moratorium and an erotic <laughs> bookstore. Yeah. Awesome. In yeah. Uh, in Philadelphia, Four Seasons Landscaping, f- uh, pouring one out for the homies. Pour one out for the homies. <laughs> um, yeah, so between this episode and last episode, a really big thing happened in our home country of the United Obviously. States of America. Yep. And I'm not going to be super obvious about uh, what the result of the presidency was donald j trump can gurgle my balls now see you've taken that approach meanwhile i will say this yep i'm not gonna say who i was happy about uh winning or losing Mm -hmm. but since joe biden became president all of a sudden the target down the street from me has started carrying my peanut butter crackers again. Shut the fuck up. Now, I'm not saying there's a correlation or a causation there. But uh, it's been a good week for Brandon. It's been a real good week. (laughs) I fucking hate you. It's been real good. Yeah, uh, so that's, that's how it's been for me. And mm-hmm. you're um, getting nuts gargled at Four Seasons Landscaping, so <laughs> sounds pretty good for you. It's actually really appropriate when you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, people that uh, deserved uh, a lot more. In general, mm-hmm. if you haven't checked out the first part, uh, we're doing a Thanksgiving uh, special of sorts where we're releasing more episodes um, instead of the bi-weekly, we're doing it every week. And so uh, part one, we talked about uh, a few uh, characters or real people that deserved more, uh, mainly in TV and film, I believe. Mm hmm. And uh, now we're going to do part two right after our segment of what have you been up to, Shania? Uh, What have I been up to? I have been playing more of Judgment. And for those who haven't heard of Judgment, it's really fun. It's basically, it's made by the same studio who makes the Yakuza games. And it's basically Yakuza, except you are a private investigator who dresses like he jumped straight out of 2005 mm, but we do beautiful. what we can does he have yeah, the he has uh, a chain wallet does he so. have the carmelo anthony cornrows and felt headband um i am really thankful he doesn't because he's japanese and that would have been a really awkward conversation for all of us to have but on the other hand i miss those <laughs> i really miss those <laughs> Those are real nice, you know? <laughs> Denver Nuggets Mellow. 
Uh, what have what I been have up been to? Doing? Apparently, yeah. I've been thinking of Denver Nuggets Mellow. Um, Do you remember his like candy? The they're like the they were like the caramel and chocolate candies. Caramellos. I think so. I think I that's what they were called. I'm gonna be honest. I've never heard of that. I made that up on the spot, and it sounds a hundred percent legit. Honestly, they slapped. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> what have I been up to? Um, I've been uh, playing uh, Minecraft. Uh, I watched a nice. Zombieland Double Tap for the first time, um, like three hours before this. Um, and how would you how would you rate that? Um, uh, I mean, Rosario Dawson's always a plus, so. She do be fine. I honestly, real talk, I just really love her work a lot. Like, she's really, really good. And so, I it was just on in the living room. And then I saw that mm-hmm. name pop up and I went, okay, I'll just watch the whole thing then. She doesn't appear mm-hmm. till like, halfway through the movie. I basically was just waiting. Um... Mm-hmm. But I do like like Woody Harrelson in that, and it was fine. Like it had, it had that same thing that happens with a lot of sequels, where all of a sudden it's a little more star studded. All of a sudden, there's a yeah. lot more like cameos. All of a sudden, it's a bit more like ludicrous. Um, yeah. But if you don't take it seriously, which I think that's kind of the thing, is they took Zombieland One a lot more seriously. Um, as like the audience but the people who made it obviously made it with the intention of it being kind of silly and so i went into the movie going well uh, i'm here for rosario dawson and i think it'd be fun if i just take this a little sillier and that's exactly what i did and i really enjoyed it so it's like a um eight out of ten and then another eight out of ten because you got a double tap as long as you play it like you're not going in serious Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah i did that and um i i don't i don't know i've just been vibing for like a week now yeah i feel like i have an emotional hangover yeah. so i'm just in a <laughs> mentally i'm in a really weird place do you remember like how um FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt had uh fireside chats. Yes, but also thank you for uh specifying cuz I, I that's for everybody else. This little fun <laughs> trivia. When was the last time that you heard FDR's like whole name? <laughs> exactly. So let me let me continue with my good good point. Thanks. Fair um, enough. Cuz so yeah, so he had fireside chats, right? Right. I can't wait for Joe Biden Among Us live streams titled uh, Vibin' with Biden. And, Not uh, Vibin' with Biden. It's going to be so good. 78-year-old <laughs> dude just chilling there playing Among Us wow. as president. That's why I feel like the everybody in politics who wants to be relatable will just play Among Us. And I don't have a problem with that because, of, you know, I bet like for some of them it's super cathartic. Like if you if you had a... Um, like Mitch McConnell in Among Us, right? And AOC yeah. is the imposter. That's going to be a relished, relished moment for her. Uh, I mean, you know? that's really fair. I would and not want to play a game with Mitch McConnell, though, because he would just shut it down before anyone could start anything. So 
yeah, he would just filibuster the entire thing and then you'd have to no vote. And that would be anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, so I guess we you know what I, I gotta do one more thing, Shania. Sure. Four seasons landscaping. <laughs> just launched its website merch store today. Did it? God it did. Bless. That's, or that's what they promised. This isn't an advertisement from them. I'm just doing it to do it. But they did launch a merchandising store. So probably just Google that. I don't know the website. Like I said, this isn't an advertisement. So don't expect an advertisement level advert ad. So just, uh, you know, merch store. And uh, yeah, thanks for Seasons. You know what they say. Capitalism breeds innovation. So, you know, this was inevitable. Yeah, so does so does uh, apparently taking advantage of really stupid people that shouldn't be. <laughs> so, uh, undeserving characters, people, other things in media. Shania, would you like to start us off, or would you like me to? Um, since I started the last time, it is only fair that you start this time. You've never had that attitude before. Well, I'm a giver, so. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Um, I'll start off. Uh, I'm not angry enough to get to the first example on the list here that I created uh, in the meantime. So I'll start off with a simpler one and just go back to that My Hero Academia well. Okay. It's um, pretty simple. So uh, we're going to talk about Shinso. And uh, I'm going to put a bit of a, a spoiler warning at some point when we get to like that part of the the plot for it my so, favorite purple boy yeah so there's gonna be like manga spoilers and probably like future bread brandon um yeah future brendan actually when we hire an editor named brendan just so i can finish this fucking bit you uh, actually said bread first shut up so. i i was did i say bread <laughs> you said future bread, bread? <laughs> future bread um yeah when when i get to that point i'll say something like spoiler alert and then like a a time to skip to just so you don't have to hear manga spoilers so you're covered there so we're gonna start in the hero arc that's obviously where shenso is has a great power he does the mind control like if you respond to him thing that shit's cool he has a really cool Mm -hmm. like arc about like his power is built for villainy in a lot of people's minds, but he wants to be a hero. And I think that really speaks about like, it's not about what you have. It's about your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, he's nice. He's really like power leveled. Well, like full on mental power, but like he's physically um, technically worse than Deku, but you have to imagine like that's partially because he's not in the hero course he's in gen ed and that's not a lot of time to focus on like physical training and he's still like almost there so it kind of gives you the subtlety that he is working on his own but he doesn't have the resources to truly like encapsulate his potential in that way Mm -hmm. so we don't see him um except for like a, a tad bit in um i think the uh the school festival in season four so right he was just gone after season two and which is really upsetting it is really upsetting because he he was obviously a really 
uh, Cherish character by the anime. Like, he was good in the manga, but I think a lot of people that watched the anime were like, oh, man, Shinzo's, like, so cool. The concept, mm-hmm. the style, yeah. the attitude. Like, he's just a good, well-developed idea for a character that people wanted to see fully realized. This mm-hmm. is the part, Future Brandon, where we're going to put the, the timestamp here. Hi, this is Future Editing Brandon telling you that your timestamp is going to be at uh, 16.37, a.k.a. 16 minutes, 37 seconds. Okay, so yeah, so then you get to the manga. Um, that's probably going to be like next season if you... Uh, if you don't give a shit about the spoilers, then nice one for you. Be brave like a hero. <laughs> Shinso gets basically in this um, class 1A versus 1B tournament, and he does well enough to become a hero. Like, he, my my boy. My purple boy. Yeah, my hero boy. I'm not going to, like, expressly go over every single detail because, like, this is a whole episode and I'm not, this isn't the Shinso episode yet. So, (laughs) so yeah, so he becomes a hero and this is the part where it's undeserving. He gets put into class 1B, who's like essentially the, oh yeah, there are other heroes just so like class 1A isn't the only hero course in the entire like canon. So he's basically relegated from gen ed side character to hero side character that you're still never going to see. Meanwhile, I have to watch Mineta over can and you, over and over again and it's please can you stop. fucking imagine having to be in class with monoma oh my goodness i already would have committed murder by the end of the first episode could you imagine monoma literally derailing his whole like character arc to be like hey man fuck class 1a you know like constantly it's it, I just think it's not fair that we have to see that little fucking great boy and we have to see him in almost every episode and yet Shinso has to stay in class 1B like that doesn't that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah, we're it's not going to see Shinso for another 5 years, but we got to see Mineta for literally another like 5 years. It's ridiculous. The only <laughs> the only time I've ever appreciated Mineta in an episode is when he was trying to climb up the wall in his towel to get like to the girl side. Yeah. And Koda fucking stomped on his fingers. <laughs> you know You know when I really liked Mineta? Mm-hmm. Remember that um <laughs> When he tried to get all the girls into his room for the tour and everybody collectively ignored him. (laughs) Also, And I know um, what some of you might say. I know some of you might say, well, that's the whole point. Like, you're not supposed to like Mineta and, like, he's comic relief or whatever. But if I had to choose between Mineta and Shinso, I'd choose Shinso in a fucking hot minute. Like, are you kidding? Yeah, like, um, the smart thing about Mineta when you look at it is like horikoshi plain out said uh i really like dirty jokes um yeah but also like he's making a character that gets punished for doing that as as they should um so they don't want to like directly remove the character because then they don't have an outlet for the jokes while being able to say but you shouldn't do that though Mm -hmm. um that's kind of where the issue comes in because the the jokes are unnecessary 
uh, but they but the the creator of the show likes them. Yeah. So it's like it feels like Mineta's like Mineta's got the ultimate privilege. The creator likes you enough and sees a use for you to keep around. That's the true plot armor right there. <sighs> I will never understand why he got into the hero course. Like that still doesn't make any sense to me, but it's fine. It's Wait, totally fine. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. Like it's fine. Just chill, you know. Shenso deserved better. <laughs> <laughs> so Shenso, thank you for being a really cool character with like one of the few mm-hmm. mental powers that actually like feels like a really good like gotcha card for people. Yeah. Um, cool demeanor, actual willpower to be a hero. Um you know great foil to Midoriya at the time um their burgeoning friendship is also so cute like yep. that's that's actually Midoriya's quirk to befriend anybody but Bakugo so <laughs> literally but one person yeah but everyone else he's like you don't like me that's a challenge like you will <laughs> you will be my friend by the end be, of I will befriend you <laughs> unless you're a villain to which i'm gonna fight and reform you yeah i really like that midori is not that exactly but you know no. um yeah so that's uh thanks thanks chenso for being just rad and you deserved better um mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah so this is about where uh the spoilers would be ended so yeah um Shania, why don't you go with your next uh, character? So my next person is... We're just going to have to teleport ourselves back to the collective trauma of like the final season of Game of Thrones um, because the character who deserved better was absolutely Jamie Lannister. And it just... Like, it's not like he was an amazing person, obviously. He did a lot of shit. He's incredibly morally gray. But he had this whole arc that they spent seasons developing where he's literally removing himself from his sister's influence. And he just becomes, like, a much better person when he's around Brienne. And... Yes, I did ship them. And yes, I was happy when they finally hooked up. Okay. Okay, full disclosure. I was glad. (laughs) Suck it, losers. My ship won. Shut up. Um, Yeah, so I was really happy about that. But honestly, he didn't even have to end up with anyone for, you know, me to really appreciate his character development. But... The fact that he went back for Cersei and then they died together. I thought when they were going to, I thought when he was going to go back for Cersei, like he was going to kill her. Because the whole point was that Cersei was given a prophecy that one of her siblings would kill her. And the whole time she thought it was Tyrion, but it would have been fucking poetic justice if Jaime went back to kill her and like, you know, we come into this world together, we take each other out and they end up like killing each other. But no, he goes back to kiss her and cuddle her so that she doesn't have to die alone. That's some fucking bullshit. And it's even <laughs> worse. 
it's even worse in the books because Cersei literally writes him a letter and she's like, I need you to come. Like, I need you. I'm in trouble. And he fucking yeets that letter in the fire. Like, he lets it burn to a crisp. And you're telling me my man did that in the final season? <laughs> Trash. Like, absolute garbage. I'm really glad um, that you mentioned him, actually. Uh, because, yeah, like, part of, like, appreciating characters, they're not good or bad. Like, we've talked about a lot of good characters because good characters tend to deserve a lot more than they got than bad yeah. characters. Because um, there's usually only, like, one bad character, like, sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And so because they they fill the role of a prime antagonist, it's not often that a bad character doesn't have some type of deserving. It does happen, but I think not to the near obviousness of what we're talking about, which is mainly like side characters or mm-hmm. people in the business that get shafted for one reason or another. So I'm really glad yeah. you mentioned somebody like Jamie because he's a good example of like good character doesn't mean good person so watching him go through a an arc from kingslayer to what should have been like a really good twisted hero's journey all the way back to kingslayer again exactly i feel like that's literally what it was leading up to but D just decided to subvert expectations you can honestly you could trip over a character from season eight of game of thrones and it, you would run into someone who deserved better he deserved better Tyrion, like a lot John. of people deserve better yeah exactly daenerys actually did you know given her descent if it was played out a little more everyone said that I agree, but him especially just really fucking pissed me off. And book spoilers, if anyone's still reading it, I don't think anyone's reading A Song of Ice and Fire anymore. I personally, <laughs> <laughs> like George R. R. Martin could release the book tomorrow and I'd be like, you know what? I'm tired and I'm done and I'm not going to read it. But <laughs> in the books, actually, the last you see of Jamie is that him and Brienne are together and they get caught by Lady Stoneheart, which is also somebody that doesn't appear in the show for some reason, which is really fucking stupid. But she essentially gives Brienne a choice and she says, either you kill Jamie or I kill both of you. And that's like it. That's a last that you see of the two of them. So, I mean, like, just the fact that it could go from that situation to what happened in the show still pisses me off to this day and rant. I feel like that ended in like 2019 because people just still complain about it. Like it's, it's whole cultural recognition is how to botch something. So I personally just like to pretend that it never existed and that I didn't dedicate like six years of my life to watching the show or the fact that I watched, I rewatched season one like seven <laughs> different times. Yeah. Because I introduced it to multiple groups of people and you were actually the last person. When I finished season one with you, I was like, I'm never watching season one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now I'm just never watching the whole show ever again. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, um, thank you to Jamie Lannister for being a very complex 
a character that I enjoyed, you know, witnessing your journey. And um, you deserve better. Honestly, if you were an actor in Game of Thrones, you deserved better. We all saw the table read. Like, yeah. We all heard the stories. We all saw the interviews. Like, it's no question that you deserve better. But thank you for, like, literally doing your best with the, like, the director's worst. Absolutely. So, you know, as a character, thanks, Jamie. Like, Nicolaj Wolster, call, uh, help me out. Called it, I think. Caldo, yes. Like, thank you for your incredible acting. Can't believe you're the dude from The Other Woman, but, I mean, yeah, thanks for the Jamie Lannister stuff. He's very beautiful. He's very beautiful. I just forgot he was in that movie, like, 15 times, that's all. He's yet another Danish man that I'm kind of obsessed with, but... That's that's wonderful, but you know what (laughs) I'm obsessed with? Uh Uh-huh. I'm obsessed with the fact that uh, you're outrage has spawned more outrage shania Uh i'm gonna double down on my anime okay Uh, have you ever heard of oran high school host club you mean uh kiss kiss fall in love yeah and i know that you know it and if you uh somebody listening haven't heard of it why are you listening to this yeah it's it's required reading motherfucker realistically if it wasn't nighttime i probably would have started screaming um but yeah yeah um basically that show's really good and as it gets older yeah as it gets older it got better um it's incredibly progressive for its time, uh, if memory serves. We watched it. Yeah, we do like rewatches every like five years, about because, and we never oh, finished. I, re- I rewatch it every like two or three. I listen. I'm taking a guess. I know yeah. you never finish rewatching it because you because can't confront just... the fact that it's over, and that's part of the problem here. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. For those of you who don't know, the sad story of uh, Oran High School Host Club Season 2, it had really good demand after Season 1 finished. Season 1 had um, a really, like, well-qualitied cast. It was Um, Mm well-casted. It was well-plotted. It was fun. It's a very, very good reverse harem anime. And so... It basically had this really great first season. Um, and as it's aged, the reason that I, I bring that up is because it ha- it addresses questions of, like, sexuality, gender fluidity, um, just those kind of progressive questions mm-hmm. in, in 2008, like yeah. something like that, like uh, the before 2010, that's for sure. And so Actually, it, I'm pretty sure it's it's older than that. It might be. I'm not really sure, to be honest. I know it's like before 2010. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so as it got older and we've gone into a more socially progressive um, time period, 
those things became higher. This thing was doing it before a lot of other shows started and it did it better at the time too. So the demand kind of increased, but there just never got to be a season two, which it's not like they're making it from scratch. This is based off of a, a manga already. So they have the, the content to make another season with they, they, they had content to make like three seasons. And they never got it off the ground. And what eventually was the nail in the coffin was uh, uh, Vic Monona, like basically not being a um, uh, good person that I was going to say, what's what's the word? A um, acceptable voice actor for the industry. Right. Um, So he's more or less blacklisted by most everybody else. Um, Yeah, I'm just really hoping that. Like, I don't know, fruit, Fruits Basket kind of gave me some hope. I'm hoping that it'll it'll maybe get um, just re- remade. I mean, and it, Fruits Basket has two seasons now. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, my the point that I was trying to finish, thank you, by the way, was, no he, was he was the main character. Yep, he was uh, Tomaki. He was, he was Tomaki, who is incredibly well acted. But yes, uh... Uh, as you said, um, I uh, I still hold out hope. I've been holding out hope for, what, 12, 15, something like that, years. I'll, I'll just keep holding out hope. But the and fact every that... every time, they keep... They keep... Uh, every time I see a rumor, I believe it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, it's hard. It's hard, but the fact is that even if it is announced tomorrow, great but they deserved better. The cast of the voice acting cast was in for it. The writers mm-hmm. were in for it. The animators were in for it. Somebody up top though, just wasn't in for it. And that's the whole issue. So they all deserved better because they all liked it. Like it was a good project. It was a successful mm-hmm. project and it aged supremely well. They have all the time. They have the fan support just never happened. So yeah. The characters and the people creating it deserved better by getting a a second season out to keep uh you know food on the table for them, a job well done and audience like happiness with this this product that obviously to this day is seen as like one of the best in in its category. Yeah. So yeah, thanks thanks Oran High School Host Club for being good. Like unlike a lot of the other characters where they're good good or bad they're all good characters but you're a good show like everything yeah. about you clicks and works so uh so yeah shania what's uh what's your uh next example then do you think um so this is not to a show but to a person but it is it is actually about a show so never mind but this is <laughs> great, a t- great twist there yeah thank you uh, so this is to Amy Adams, uh, specifically Amy Adams in Sharp Objects. She was amazing in it. For those of you who don't know, Sharp Objects, it was originally a book written by Jillian Flynn, uh, same person who wrote Gone Girl. And it's about um, this woman who, she's a journalist and she travels back to her hometown to cover a story about um, a murder. 
So uh, it's just wonderfully acted. It's really dark. The twist at the end is absolutely fantastic. And I mean, everyone in that show was really good. Um, The person who played her sister was amazing. The person who played her mother was amazing. And other people did get Emmys for that show. And she herself was nominated for an Emmy. But I just feel like my girl keeps getting looked over. She keeps getting nominated for shit. And she never wins. And it's really upsetting to me and my homegirl. Who who beat her for the Emmy? Um, that's actually a good question. I'm not even sure. Okay, do not do not look it up though. Take your guess. Uh (laughs) take your guess. Oh man. I I know that it was a tight race though. Okay, cool. But um do you know the words take your guess? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking the person who played Villanelle from Killing Eve maybe won it instead of her. No, that was, no, yeah, that was in 2019. Yeah. I think she's the one who won. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who actually won? Is there a reason that you're quizzing me? No, I just wanted to know because like anytime you say like, ah, but like they lost, it's usually it's like, well, who, who beat them? You know, like if I... If I mentioned yeah. that Leonardo DiCaprio finally won an Oscar, I knew that. I knew that. I knew you were going to say something like that. Yeah, sorry. Well, it's, just, it's just a really famous example. Like, yeah, you want to know who won over them and form an opinion out of it. So yeah, that's that's yeah. the only reason I had. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to mention um, him <laughs> losing to Jamie Fox. No, 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 because we're not talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. We're talking about Amy Adams, Shania. Yeah, my girl, my home yeah, girl. my girl. Enchanted Amy Adams. Enchanted Amy Adams. Why isn't that, like, her superhero name? Enchanted? Like, like, welcome to the adventures of Enchanted Amy Adams in <laughs> the destruction of the sea monster. Like, I don't that. know. Yeah, I'd watch that too. You know what? She'll probably get nominated for an Emmy and lose it to Jamie Foxx. <laughs> she won't win. <laughs> she will, she'll lose to Jamie Foxx, the, the starring um, Django, the TV show. It's actually probably really yeah. good. I'd watch the shit out of that. Um, also, fun fact, to anyone who also watches The Mindy Project, I don't know what the overlap is between the people who watch Sharp Objects and The Mindy Project, but... Um, I'm in I'm in that overlap by the person. <laughs> it's me. I'm the overlap. <laughs> the person who plays Danny Castellano in the Mindy Project, which is Mindy's main love interest, is a love interest in Sharp Objects also. And I have to say, uh, he's just as much of a dick in Sharp Objects as he is in the Mindy Project. Good for him finding more work, though. might might be a little niche but hey job's a job bread's bread a mildly angry new yorker who's a a short king and is good (laughs) at being an asshole i think mildly angry new yorker and short king are the same words just being redundantly said you know what i think you are i think you're right about that i thank you no problem um so 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 you know is amy adams like 
really good. Like, yeah, yeah, no, she's amazing, especially in the finale. Mm-hmm. It is like everyone who acted in that finale was absolutely fantastic, phenomenal, especially the last scene. Anyone who's seen it knows exactly what I'm talking about. The look on her face. Chef's kiss. So I salute you, Amy Adams. Thank you for continuously delivering in whatever you are in. And you just keep not winning things. Yeah. Really hurt my feelings. Um, I don't watch Sharp Objects. I'll watch it like later, but uh Miss Adams, we watched um fucking Enchanted in seventh grade on like the last day of school. Uh you were bomb. So you know, yeah. thanks for Enchanted and uh, defeating the sea <laughs> monster and uh, sharp objects. Thanks, Amy. That's just her entire filmography. That's all. There's more, but like that's what it translates <laughs> in my in my mind. My millennial mind goes Enchanted, uh, sharp objects. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Speaking of things that it's great how like revolved around this was because the words millennial, Emmy, and Mindy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about specifically Steve Carell and The Office. Amazing. You know, that millennial show where he didn't win an that Emmy that had Mindy show. in it. That's true. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, who also had a Mindy also had a love interest who was a who was a douche in that in that uh, show. So that, that connects too. he is the father of her child. Change my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I don't want to be sued for defamation. So that's non-canon. Unless. <laughs> unless. 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 But um, yeah. So Steve Carell never won an Emmy as Michael Scott. I don't understand that. Uh, personally, like there are videos on that that you could watch. Do I have one to recommend? No, because I don't remember them. But I, I, I have watched them at least one time. <laughs> they exist. They exist, and you can watch them. Oh man. Um, but yeah, like he's such a staple character. Um, as mm-hmm. like an the as like Michael Scott, like he runs that show. He absolutely like proved that he had the acting chops he really like helped carry it into what Mm -hmm. it became which is a different identity from like the uk version and really set it up as like as the years go by it's like wow i really appreciate the office so much you know Mm -hmm. all i gotta do is go dinner party boom (laughs) best episode in the office there you go Still makes me lose my fucking. That was seventy inch plasma screen TV or whatever. I think what was it like a like a twelve inch? Yeah, twelve inch. That was it. It wasn't seventy. It was a twelve inch plasma screen TV. You just (laughs) broke. I hope you. I hope you can pay me back on your zero dollars a year salary, babe. Yeah, I still i I think about that episode at least once a week, and I watch it. I think two to three times a year, and every time I just fucking I lose my mind. It's we watch so... it. We watch it together. 
We do. We we sit down. It's like, is it time for you want to watch The Office? Yeah, and really, that's a way of saying you want to watch Dinner Party. Yeah, because we've both watched The Office so many times now that we don't have to watch that shit in chronological order. So we just yeah, we pick up. Around. Yeah, we pick up based on whatever we we know around us. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's like stuff like Dinner Party, Goodbye Michael. Like there are episodes that just note like every year. Steve yeah. Carell's ability to really be the guy on that show. Um, mm-hmm. So the first thing is like the Emmy, obviously. Uh, Jim Parsons beat him so many times for Big Bong Theorem, and I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Zimbabwe. <laughs> but yeah, it's like... Um, and no disrespect, like Jim Parsons is actually a good actor. Um, it's just yeah, but he, Big Bang Theory was a bad show. Yeah, it obviously didn't have the relevancy that um, other shows of its same time did. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is like I'm not saying Jim Parsons didn't deserve an Emmy at some point. Mm-hmm. The fact that he beat Steve Carell's Office, like in the prime of The Office multiple times doesn't make sense it just doesn't so, it just doesn't make fucking sense so yeah that's kind of my problem with it and other people besides jim parsons have won um as well but it's just like wow man he was in seven seasons and you one year just one like yeah. seriously and it's worse because now we know the whole like story about how steve carell was waiting for contract rene- renegotiation. We thought for years that Steve Carell merely wanted to leave and prove himself. When mm-hmm. I find, we find out he was waiting for something that never came because the guy who ran the network just didn't like The Office compared to other shows. The plain reason. Yeah, it's just really annoying that the decisions of one single person can just fuck up something for everybody else. Yeah, and I feel like that's such a, like bad way because i i used to think steve carell left on his own terms you know yeah i did too yeah and that made it acceptable but it's kind of unacceptable that a guy who was constantly um putting in his best work like you could say steve carell has gone on and done even better work there are Mm -hmm. certain episodes of the office that i would say are like basically a career highlight of his entire like acting chops Um, constantly doing the best he can, um, obviously was a professional, you know, um, helped create one of the most defining shows of, of that generation of television. Right. No award, not even a phone call to say we're not renegotiating your contract. The level of like disrespect. Exactly. Is that's, that's what makes me so mad. And that's why it's like. When I say, like, Steve Carell in The Office, underappreciated by people, absolutely not. People appreciate Steve Carell all the time, calling him Michael Scott, like, wanting him for, like, reunions and stuff. Like, absolutely people appreciate him. But the people that he needed it most at that time, real, like, recognition from, like, the people who criticize and his peers at that Mm -hmm. regard might have, like, helped give him uh, more time to be on the show. The fact that, like, 
oh, the the fucking guy who apparently can renegotiate his whole contract says, I don't like it. Don't do it. It's not that he needed it like it's his it's his like self-worth issue. It's the fact that those couple things feel just inherently wrong now. Like he never won something and his like company gave him the boot essentially despite what you know yeah and that just makes me like that's what i that's what i mean by like he was um undeserved and underappreciated underappreciated for that because like what what more can you do and that's kind of like a really good story of like you can literally do everything right and still somehow be wrong mm-hmm. so I mean, he's gotten it a trillion times. I'm still going to say thank you, Steve Carell, for for taking that role, like for not thank watching you. the UK. Thank you, Steve Carell, for not being Ricky Gervais. Yeah, for, for not watching like the UK version of The Office, for going in the audition and doing something his way, for help backing a season two with the 40-year-old virgin money, for yeah. putting a show on his back in those years and working with with people to create uncharted territory in in uh like the way that we did a sitcom um mm-hmm. and and doing that despite never complaining that like you didn't get your your awards like you didn't get the praise that I think a lot of people feel like you deserved he never he never let like an ego or anything get in the way he was 100% mm-hmm just happy to be doing it so you know that's my that's my thank you to steve carell um the world's best boss we appreciate you appreciate you very highly um do you have anybody else Shana? um no i think that's for me all right for, that's, now. for now that's part two <laughs> so yeah um happy uh thanks for all you guys uh who uh did the good tv and movie thing and video game stuff and anime Mm -hmm. and manga and book yeah thanks are you just gonna keep naming many as i can shania many as i can (laughs) 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 um so yeah i guess we'll be back with a part three i guess Mm -hmm. yeah all right sweet that's the plan 100% 100% confirmed. And um, remember to follow us on Twitter at the Big Oof Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, make sure, like, if you have uh, somebody that you want to mention, mention it there. We might mention how this person mentioned it, and y- you give us a, a idea to talk about them in more full. Yeah, slide in our DMs if you feel like it. Yeah. Um, you can also email it at uh, uh, bigoofcomingyourway at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you have our personal Twitters. Uh, I'm at Brawlmite and uh, Shania is at the Carb Goblin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any anything else, Shania? Um, no, we'll just catch you next week, sluts. Yeah, I mean, uh, do, do the sign-off. We're, we're done. I'm going to go gay. watch The Office. <laughs> Be gay. Uh, take care of yourselves. 
cause a little bit of chaos as a treat. And buy merch from Four Seasons Landscaping, now yeah. with an online merchandise website. <laughs> 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 Love you all and goodbye.